Good afternoon. I am back after being MIA for the past several months, which I may get into it um, at a later time. But for today, I wanted to talk about um, five misconceptions about yoga that I hear all the time and clearing them up. So let's just start today with a few deep breaths in and out. So inhale for five, four, three, two, one. Holding the breath at the top and exhaling for five, four, three, two, one. And again, inhale for five, four, three, two, one. Holding the breath at the top and exhaling out of the nose for six, five, four, three, two, one. Last one, cleansing breath. Inhale through the nose for five, four, three, two, one. Holding the breath at the top, taking in another sip of air, and sighing it out of the mouth for six, five, four, three, two, one. Maybe start to open the eyes if they were closed. It's good to ground before starting. Okay, so five misconceptions that I hear about yoga all the time. I'll just get right into it. First one is that yoga is for blank type of person. So I hear everything from skinny, flexible, athletic, women only. Um, you fill in the blank. Whatever it is that you think. Maybe you're someone that like you want to practice. You think it looks like fun, but uh, you haven't. Whatever it is. So those are just not true. Um, the thing I tell to everybody is if you have a body and you can breathe, then you can practice yoga. So what we just did at the opening of the podcast, just the breathing, that's practicing yoga, just practicing stillness. So, um, not true. And, um, yeah, anybody can practice yoga. (laughs) So number two, yoga is just stretching or like a fitness exercise. So partially true, but not exactly. So really the practice of yoga is a spiritual development. We're practicing to train the body and the mind to self-observe and become aware of our nature. So the purpose of yoga is to cultivate discernment, awareness, self-regulation, and a higher consciousness, hopefully, in ourselves. So we do this by practicing the breath because the breath calms our mind. When we move our body, we're opening parts of our body. We're sending the breath through the body and calming our mind, hopefully, and bringing the attention to the present moment. So when we do our Ujjayi breath, our victorious breath, we're heating up the body in our vinyasa-style classes and then doing our physical practice of poses or the asanas, allowing that energy to move throughout the body. So... um, I will go into a little bit about the the eight limbs of yoga. So for people that say that it's just stretching, uh, partially. Um, 
but not exactly. So most people kind of get introduced or are intrigued about the physical practice um, first. So that's what brings them to yoga is maybe a form of exercise. Maybe their doctor said to come to yoga. I hear that a lot. Um, not wrong. Any reason to really come practice yoga is not, there is no right or wrong, but there's more to the practice than just our physical posture. So I'll kind of take you through the eight limbs to give you a little bit more about like the depth of the practice. So first we have our yamas or our social ethics. So pretty much just like kindness, truthfulness, um, not lying, not stealing, living in moderation, um, and being generous. We do all of those things. Why? Because if we're trying to live in a non-harming type of way to other people, we could then have a calmer mind, right? We're not feeling guilty, I would think. Then we have our niyamas, so personal practices, so practice of purity, contentment, um, self-study, awareness, and then surrendering and letting go. Um, if we just think about your house, like if there's junk all over your house, would you have a hard time concentrating or do you feel better when your house is clean? I mean, most people, even <laughs> if they don't have the cleanest of houses, certainly would feel better and have a clearer mind. So all of the eight limbs of yoga are really all just to have a clear mind. So then number three, we have our asanas or a posture. So this is where the physical practice comes in. We're practicing positions. We're connecting the mind and spirit through the breath to hopefully experience stillness in our savasana. So the fourth limb of yoga is our pranayama, mindful breathing. We did that at the beginning of the podcast. So we have the breath, the movement, our ethical, um, Kind of, and they're not laws, they're not like commandments. These are all things to clear the mind. If you're going out and treating people like crap and uh, lying and stealing, and you know, and by the way, like stealing even goes into like if you're constantly late for things that you're supposed to be at, like you're stealing someone's time. I like to always throw that in. So if you're, you're just gonna overall have a calmer mind if you're living in this way. If you feel like you have an abundance of stuff, almost like hoarding, or just more than you need, you feel like a weight's been lifted when you get rid of things and you only have what you need. It's all to create a clear mind. And this is my opinion. So um, turning the senses inward is our fifth. And then six limb of yoga is dharana, so concentration, focus, and attention. We do this through our asana practice. You can use your focus and attention during a guided meditation. Dhyana, deconcentration, dropping all the efforts and letting go. Being still and letting be what be. Number eight, hopefully the eighth and final limb at some point, maybe never, but maybe, reaching samadhi, so pure bliss, constant harmony with the self and the universe. Okay, those are the eight limbs. The third thing it is that I, so anyway, going back to that, the reason I say is there are eight limbs and the physical practice um, is only one out of eight parts of what you, like yoga, what the practice really even is. And, and it's not to discredit. If you come to yoga to get a workout, then that's wonderful. 
Um, the strength, endurance, and flexibility that you gain is an awesome byproduct of the practice. And there's nothing wrong with the reason that many people come is because of that. But once you've been practicing for a while, you'll see that that physical practice, maybe an hour of all of that movement, is really all just to get to the final 10 minutes of the practice where you can calm your mind and sit and let the thoughts just, you know, filter in and out and hopefully less and less will go through the mind. But um, the last 10 minutes of class or so is built up from that, just that physical practice. And it's to get us to that point of relaxation. Okay, the third thing I hear, I can't meditate or I can't be still. So like I mentioned before, we have to use our breath and our physical postures to um, send that energy throughout the body to then calm the mind. So it's, it can be very challenging to just kind of sit down and meditate if you're new to yoga in general or even meditating. So it's kind of something you have to train to maybe get to that point. A good way to start if you want to meditate is maybe start with like if you go on YouTube and type in like a guided meditation or a yoga nidra meditation and you're still kind of practicing like concentration in a way. Um, In yoga nidra it's common to kind of like slip in and out and in and out of like following what the person's saying. But that's a good place to start rather than just sitting in silence and trying to kind of think of nothing. Um, It can be kind of discouraging. So honoring where you are and starting where you are is also part of the practice. And then growing from there and growing your meditation practice. And it's a practice. It's never going to be perfect. It's different from one day to the next. So anybody can do that. Breathing can be a meditation. The fourth thing I hear, yoga is a religion. So again, not true. And by the way, this is all in my opinion. So to me, not true. So a religion is a system of faith or worship. A lot of times it's you have to do X, Y, Z to get to a certain place, a belief in a higher power or God. Yoga is designed to train the body and mind to self-observe, not self-absorbed. We don't want to be self-absorbed. Self-observe and become aware of our own nature. So let me say that again. So yoga is a practice to train the body and mind to self-observe and become aware of our own nature. The purpose of yoga is to cultivate discernment, awareness, self-regulation, and a higher consciousness in ourselves. So it has nothing to do with worshiping anything. It's to ultimately slow the fluctuations of the mind. And the fifth thing I hear, yoga is too expensive. So there are lots of videos that you can do if you can't afford to go to a studio. There are many studios that do specials, like the first month you can go, you know, maybe 40, 30 or $40 for the first month unlimited. So you could kind of like hop around studio to studio and get a lot of knowledge and practice learning from different teachers. So that's one way to go about it. Um, there are free videos all over the internet. There are free community classes. There are donation-based classes at those, you know, studios that may not be in your budget. So, um, you know, if 
your local like Kula Yoga has a couple days out of the week that all the classes are eight dollars so that's like half the price that it normally is there are donation classes on Saturday which could be a dollar if that's all it is that you could so there are options out there if you're interested like please don't let money be a reason that you don't practice yoga because it's an investment in yourself um, and it will truly improve your health and just your overall quality of life so I think that's pretty much all that I wanted to cover and please feel free if you have any questions just let me know I really hope that these misconceptions about yoga have been have cleared up for you and um, you know don't let these little things are thinking that you have to be a certain um, type, you know, a certain stereotype of person in order to practice yoga because it's the furthest thing from the truth. Like, if anything, um, yoga is all about honoring your own journey and honoring who you are and where you are now and, um, and being okay with that and being fully present with it. And it's a practice and you learn new things and And, you know, if you're someone that you want to be more flexible, but you feel like you can't start the practice because you're not, please don't do that because we all have to start somewhere. You, you know, you have to, you just have to honor where you are. And um, please don't let these misconceptions stop you from practicing because um, we all have our own own practice. So there's 7.7 billion people on this planet And that's how many different variations of each pose there are. Every single person has their own shape, their own body. And yeah, so get to class. If you'd like to practice with me, message me and uh, we will meet. All right, thank you.